Tonight, uh, this Thursday, uh, we're moving forward under our title of Spiritual Warfare. Amen. Spiritual Warfare. And tonight is a very, very important uh, theme I'm dealing with after I've dealt for two weeks of the 13 enemies that Esther conquered. And those 13 enemies were the enemies of Israel nations in the Old Testament that you will find them in a principal form in the New Testament. Hallelujah. But tonight I want to speak about, I've moved from eight, I'm now with ten snakes that you will find in the Bible, and ten snakes and their venom, and that the church with the fire of God must kill them off and destroy them out of the church. Amen. And it's very important for you, to understand these ten snakes with their venom that the fire of God must destroy in the church. This is a very, very important message that I'm sharing with you because I've shared this twice already. Uh, in fact, three times, four times, twice, once in our church, but once, uh, let me tell you a bit of my experience uh, 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 I, I share it firstly in Namibia and at a friend and a covenant brother of mine's church and then also in Botswana which my covenant friend opened a door for me and my wife to go twice to Botswana and I share it twice uh, with a two-year gap in Botswana at a conference there and I can tell you the results was phenomenal in fact, after the preaching of, but uh, uh, I've even got more revelation out uh, after those preachings and teaching. But after preaching this, I have seen phenomenal results of even demons coming out of believers. And the churches were, um, after that, moved to a higher level with greater progress in the kingdom of God up till today amen praise the lord because of this powerful teaching and preaching how did the message come about was i was invited by my friend my covenant brother to his church in namibia and then the night before i needed to preach me and my wife was uh, just turning into bed and as I got into bed, I put my head on the pillow and then immediately I saw a vision. I think it was a trance because a trance is you you're between sleep and awake because I was just putting my head on the pillow. Then I saw in a vision a snake coming, flying and penetrating my young son's, uh, Mikhail's neck. And I thought... And, and I, I 
got a pop-up. And I thought, what is this trance? What is this vision? And I prayed about it. And I said to God, he must give me a revelation and insight. The next morning, as me and my wife had breakfast in that hotel there in Namibia, the revelation came to me that this cannot be real. And God told me that as I love my son, so this church that I'm going to go preach, the headship, the leadership of the church, there is something that the, the neck is the pastor keeping up the, the church council, but there is an attack of a snake in the leadership and in his, those whom he trusted. That's how this message was birthed. And then I sat down there during the day and this revelation of the various snakes came to me. I preached that evening. Can you believe it? That uh, 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 it was then exposed as we, I was ministering to people, calling them forward, even driving out demons out of people. That there was a, a, a woman in his church council that for over 10 years were not favorable towards the pastor and attacking him and working against him. This message exposed all of that. And that brought a radical change in the atmosphere and even in the growth of the church. Do you hear me? Then second time that I got said to me, I need to preach it, is what it was in Botswana. I first, uh, I, uh, me and my colleague from and my covenant brother, we preached at this conference in Botswana. And then uh, I got the second night and, and the third night. And the second night I said, tomorrow night I'm going to preach about Snakes that need to be killed in the church. The place was very much packed with great expectancy. And that night I preached against disloyalty. People that are unfaithful. People that are in the church but breaking up the church. And I preach about these various snakes. My wife can bear me witness that God delivered many people from demons that night and I could even detect that one or two in the leadership of that church were extremely uncomfortable you know, and I and I told my wife about two people that I feel are in the leadership but working against the man of God we left there and it was afterward discovered that it was true that they left and two years after that I went back and even the pastor's daughter the uh, 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 husband he also even deserted the pastor and took a number of the people with him and then I preached there uh, again uh, the, uh, 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 the night before we have to leave and I preach a short message again about this loyalty 
uh, and, and, and I said, and I made this example because Bishop Dag, I speak under correction, had this dream one day or somebody in his church about, about uh, uh, being uh, him as a pastor was fighting with somebody uh, in a boxing match. And, and, but the, his opponent had a mask on and when he pulled off the mask, he saw it was his assistant pastor that he was fighting against. And it was revealed that the assistant pastor was a snake. He was disloyal. And I ended off my preaching in Botswana. And I said, even assistant pastors, you need to be careful. And can you believe it? As the meeting closed, I saw the assistant pastor of this church. He was at that time in contact all the time also with the son-in-law that left the, uh, the pastor's uh, uh, daughter and also started his own church. And then that assistant pastor left the church too. So this message will clean up the church, purify the church, and bring the church into a healthy state. Hallelujah. Amen. Where do you find the scriptures when it comes to uh, uh, snakes? We know Genesis chapter 3. I wish I can read all of this, but I want to move and get to the snakes, but I need to lay a solid foundation. Amen. Genesis chapter 3, the Bible says it was paradise, the garden of Eden, and then the snake that was more crafty than all others came and spoke to the woman. I'm reading to you Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. The snake is a type of Satan, the devil himself. Okay, Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, indeed, as God said, you need to know this is the entrance of the devil into the world and his entrance into humanity. And the Bible said, the serpent said to the woman, indeed, as God said. You shall not eat from any tree of the garden. The woman said to the serpent, From the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat. In fact, she left out something very important there because God said they must leave. They can eat freely. But she left out the word freely, which tell you that she was already under the influence of the devil. Then uh, see a reply further, and from the fruit of the tree, which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat from it or touch it. God didn't say or touch it. See, add that. That or touch it means she was already uh, 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 upset and not happy with God's instruction. Or you will die. God didn't say, or you will die. God said, you will surely die. Do you hear me? Verse 4. The serpent said to the woman, 
you, sh you surely will not die. Can you see the, the serpent went directly uh, because you could detect that she was already not, she took offense at God's command already. So he came out full blaze and said, you surely will not die. For God knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. A, a blatant lie directly, but see, see, believe the lie. Verse 6, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was desirable to make one wise. What does it mean? It means that Satan said you will be operating independent from God. In other words, you won't need God to be happy. And the Bible says he took from its fruit and ate. And she gave also to her husband with her. And he ate. He ate. No, even in the book of, of, of Timothy, Paul said, that Adam transgressed, but the women were deceived. Deceived means afterwards he discovered it was wrong, but Adam knew he was going to do something against God, yet he did it. Why? Because of the influence and the love and affection for his wife. Then verse 7 says, then the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they shewed thick leaves together, and made themselves loin coverings. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hide themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? Just till there. Okay. My second scripture reading, and I'm not going to read it, is in Exodus chapter 2 and chapter 3. Please, I'm quoting. The Bible says, Moses saw a tree burning, a fire in the tree. Then he said, but there's something strange about this tree. It is burning, but it does not consume the leaves or the bronzes of this tree. And as he went over there, uh, he, 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 uh, God spoke to him. He must remove his shoes because the ground he's standing on was holy. And then God said to him, I'm sending you to go and deliver my people out of Egypt. And he says, Lord, but how will they believe? So the Lord says, you've got a rod in your hand, throw it down. And as he threw it down, it turned into a snake. It was a dead, dry stick, but it turned into a snake. And then the, and he ran away and God called him and said, Pick up the snake by its tail. Now a person don't pick up a snake by its tail. It's very dangerous. But later in this teaching I will tell you why God said take it by its tail. But what I want to show you is that the fire in the tree with the rod was the instruments God used to deliver God's people from Egypt, 
Egypt symbol up till today, the crown that the pharaohs wear, and today even Egypt's symbol is a snake. Egypt, the modern day Egypt symbol is a snake. Even the medical field, the medical fraternal have got on their, their charm or their uh, labels, they have two snakes curled into one and, 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 and uh, curled into one another, which speaks of sickness and diseases, actually comes from Satan, the snake, the poison of the enemy. Now tonight, in the name of the Lord, like Moses, I come with the fire of God. I come with the tree. The tree is the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The cross and the preaching of the cross has a fire. And fire will bring snakes out wherever they are hidden. They will have to come forth and come out of their holes and out of where they conceal and, pro and are protected and hidden. So when the fire of God comes into a church, you will see these ten snakes comes out into the open. And then the cross of Christ with the fire and with the rod of Aaron which speaks of spiritual authority will deal with all kinds of snakes. Amen. And it will bring the church out of spiritual Egypt. And it will make the church a very healthy place to the glory of God. Second Corinthians chapter 11, I'm reading to you verse 2 and 3. Paul says, I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. For I have betrothed you to one husband, that to Christ I might present you as a pure virgin. Look at verse 3. For I am afraid, lest the serpent as the serpent deceived Eve, by his craftiness, your mind should be led astray from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. For if one comes and preach another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or you receive a different spirit, which you have not received, or a different gospel, which you have not accepted, you bear this beautifully. Verse 13, For such men are false apostles, deceitful workers, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Let me show you four things there, how the snake attacked Eve. And Eve is a type of the bride of Christ Jesus. Because Eve came about after the first Adam had to fall asleep and into a deep sleep. And out of the rib God formed Eve. So Christ is the last Adam. And when Christ died, he fell asleep. 
and out of Christ comes the church. So Eve here is a type of the church. But Paul warns the church. He says, I want to present you as a pure virgin to Christ Jesus. Therefore, I am jealous for you because I don't want anyone else to rob you of your purity of devotion to Christ. But he said, I'm not only jealous, I am fearful that just like Eve was deceived through the craftiness of the serpent, the snake, so the church will be polluted in their minds by the snake, which is the devil himself. And four things here he warned the church about. And the four things is the snake will come with another Jesus. Not the Lord Jesus, but a gentle Jesus, meek and mild. Do you hear me? People that believe they can sin and keep on sinning and love sin and practice sin. But Jesus is their so-called savior. Let me tell you, that's another Jesus that you have. Amen. Therefore, he must first be Lord of your life. Then he will be your savior. But the snake bring another Jesus. Then Paul warns the church with another gospel. The snake will come with another gospel. Do you hear me? This gospel is the gospel of grace and the gospel of uh, let me tell you, it is greasy grace. Grace that delights in sin. Do you hear me? That is a false gospel. And thirdly, a different spirit. And fourthly, even apostles that are not true apostles. That will have mega people following them. But they are angels of light. Disguising themselves as apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you see that? Let me get further. I was just reading that to you. To show you how the devil can come as a snake into the church. Do you hear me? Hey, wow. Why would you like if somebody tells you there's a snake in our house, but we cannot find it, I think it's somewhere here, but let's go to bed because it's late. Will you, will you ever sleep peacefully at ease? I don't think you will even go to bed at all. But the church will know there are snakes in people's lives, members in the church, but they won't worry about it. And later on, the thing explodes and there's great harm. And mainly I'm speaking of snakes in the, I can, I can, I can, some of these 10 snakes under one heading and the heading is this loyalty and faithfulness, mistrust, you cannot trust certain people that are so-called with you. Therefore, I've got these books here to show you Bishop Dag, 
who's God, my, one of my, my spiritual fathers, who has over 3,000 churches, but he never has problem, hardly has problems with this loyalty. Because at every conference, and there comes normally this time, we have been in Ghana already, this would have been this year, our fifth time, but every year Bishop would preach and teach a session on this loyalty from different areas because he knows that the snake has come to break down God's work and the snake is in the hearts of people and it might not be now there, but you might take offense at the time and then the snake comes into your heart. I've got some books here to show you the dangers of disloyalty. Even this book, One of You is a Devil. I've got books and I will show you it often as I'm teaching. What Jesus said, I've got 12 disciples, but one of you is a devil. Judas didn't start out as a devil, but he became a devil himself. In other words, you might be in the church, but Judas took offense. And I will tell you where he took offense. I'll get later to it. But when the woman anointed Jesus with ointment and perfume that was worth a year's wages, Judas took offense and he went to betray the Lord Jesus. Amen. When you see your father in the faith, your pastor get blessed and people give him gifts and bless him, you may take offense, but you don't know for how many years he have labored and how much seed he has in the ground. And sometimes most of those gifts, it goes back into the Plowing into the church because of the love that the man of God has for the church. Do you hear me? Amen. Praise the Lord. But the church will go asleep while there is snakes in the church. Let me show you what Bishop Dag taught me about snakes. He said, because he's a doctor, he's, they studied, medical doctor, they studied snakes. They will tell you that the snake can be up till 10 years at one, in one place. I'm giving you now quickly the behavior of snakes. Okay, before I get into, and then I want to show you what does the venom of a snake do in a church. Do you hear me? In other words, 10 years or more, a snake can be in one place. Uh, we have a sister in our church. They have a Wendy house. They don't know how long that snake was in their Wendy house. I'm telling you. But after cleaning, they discovered the snake. They had to. Ch it was a very, very dangerous snake. But the snake was there all the time. Then the, they chased the snake. They tried to kill him. But he went to the neighbors underneath. There was a hole underneath the Vibercrete. And you know what they found out the next day? That snake, uh, uh, the, the dog of the neighbors tried to, to bite and fight with the snake. 
but the snake killed the dog. The snake killed the dog. Do you hear me? But you don't. So there can be people in your church. Once you have a snake in your house, you cannot find it. It restricts your movement. You get people that have a bad atmosphere around them. Do you hear me? Believers that brings a stiffness and a dusty atmosphere with them. But they in the church and they're not going to leave the church. Do you hear me? I had people like that in our church that caused a lot of friction, a lot of arguments, but they would not leave the church. But they a problem. There's my wife. One day when I came after three, four warnings to these people, when I came from Ghana, before I left to go to Ghana, I told, I God tell me, tell this just cancel these, these, this couple's, uh, married couple's membership. But I thought, let me rather first, do, let me do it after I come from Ghana, not to cause trouble, because they were for a good while in our church. And they, went, they would have even been still in the church today. But every time that I needed to solve conflict and trouble, what they cause and rudeness, to war and this unity among believers. When I came back, I let two brothers give them a letter of resignation and said, you are would immediately effect dismissed as members. Do you hear me? Because it is scriptural. Do you hear me? Amen. The Bible will tell you, put out the scoffer, cast out the scoffer. Amen. And those who cause quarrels among you and strife among you. The book of wisdom, Proverbs. I'll read some more scriptures out of the book of Proverbs for you. I can see I will do this teaching in at least two sessions next week further. But I'm laying a very important foundation. What are the other behaviors of a snake? A snake move alone. Do you hear me? They don't move in pairs. They move alone. Please read Proverbs 18 verse, verse 1. It says, he who separates himself seek his own will. Do you hear me? You get believers in your church. They don't mix. They don't fellowship. They don't become one with the believers. They are standing apart as if the believers are not their cup of tea. That's a snake because a snake moves alone. Do you hear me? He, why does he move alone? Let me tell you because a snake believes he can defend himself. He, it's independence. Do you hear me? A snake believes he can defend himself. Wow, what a, what, what a shock. Do you hear me? Amen. Do you hear what I'm saying? Proverbs 17 verse 11 says, The rebellious man seeks only evil. So a cruel messenger will be sent. It's a rebel. It's somebody that's very strong in themselves. Listen, I'm teaching you experience. Amen. We have, because of this teaching, I wish we had it 
earlier because earlier years we've lost people and you know why they left because they are rebellious they are rebels they are self-willed do you hear me do you hear me and they the bible says it's better to meet a, a, a bear rope of a cups than to meet somebody who, has to, who returns evil for good. Because evil won't depart from his house. Proverbs 17. I'm speaking of the venom of the snake. Do you hear me? I said all ten of these snakes can be put together under the heading of disloyalty. Disloyalty means untrustworthy unfaithful proverbs will tell you i'll read it later for you proverbs 20 it says many a man proclaims his own loyalty but who can find a trustworthy man do you hear me somebody in our church before we got this this powerful teaching that will establish a church, that will make a church a family with a wonderful atmosphere as we have in our church now. But all the time and every time we have to preach and fight the spirit and the snake and the venom and the poison of disloyalty. Uh, do you hear me? Even the conference will be online now from Ghana from the 25th of August. And I ask our church, everyone, to tune in. You know what is one of the themes again of this year's conference? It's loyalty, trustworthiness. Do you hear me? Because you might be trustworthy today. I might correct you. I might rebuke you. I must show you or you get offended by a brother or a sister or somebody. You got hurt somewhere or you harbor unforgiveness. And a snake with the venom of disloyalty invade you. And when you become disloyal, I wish my wife can teach you the stages, eight stages of slipping to become a Judas. Do you hear me? The, one of the, the first things is you independent. Independent, you like a snake, you move alone. Did I tell you, number one, the behavior of the snake? You stay for a long time. And many of these people, they won't leave the church. But while they're there, they, they, they stifle growth. Other people cannot come in because other people, they let other people feel you are not, uh, the, you are not part of us. Do you hear me? They let other people uncomfortable food, feel uncomfortable among them. Bishop Dag will tell you. Animals in the forest won't come and drink of the water where there's one water point. They won't come if there's something creepy in the water. Do you hear me? And the water of friends of Daniel Kingdom Church, our church need to be sweet water. 
it need to be water that quench your thirst. But if there's a snake in the water, therefore many people don't join the church. They will just visit, but they will leave. But Bishop Dad's churches is this loyal proof. In other words, it's it's you cannot penetrate and come in because from the lowest, from the weakest believer, they are thought, taught as we are teaching our people loyalty, trustworthiness. For please write for or make a note of First Corinthians chapter one. Paul says, "I heard by the house of Chloe." That there's divisions among you. And I believe it. Because in your church. See that they expose the disunity in current. And see sister Chloe or brother Chloe. Let Paul knew that there's four divisions. Some say I'm of Paul. Others say here in current we are Peter, we are Cephas. Others said we are Apollos. The other says, no, we're higher than all of you. We don't belong to a man of God. We are of Christ. But Chloe exposed it. I heard from the household of Chloe that their division Listen, my brothers and sisters, Bishop Dad teaches this. We teach it to all of you, even around the bride or the fellowship or in the youth or in the Sunday school or in uh, uh, the ladies meeting or in the ladies fellowship, even um, among the men. Whenever you hear somebody speak something of this loyalty, you need to expose it. And let the pastor or his wife or somebody in charge know, brother, pastor, youth leader, do you know what brother so-and-so is saying? Do you know what that brother is talking? That brother is backbiting that sister, that brother. So we kill with the fire of God every spirit of disloyalty. Do you hear that? I'm showing you. This powerful book, Loyalty and Disloyalty. This is one of the first books in the series of seven books. Do you hear me? In the series of seven books. I think I need to show you the others. And as we go along next week, I'll teach some more and, and show again the book. Do you hear me? The older book had a picture of a dog in front with the title loyalty and disloyalty because a dog is loyal to his owner do you hear me even if he don't get food for a day or two even if you hit him he runs away but he will be loyal to you do you hear me you need to proverb said proverb says many a man pro listen I've experienced it. How people with the family leaves because one were offended. Do you hear me? Or even loyalty need to be tested. In the teaching my wife gives in our church every year, 
there's a, there's a part that speaks of loyalty must be tested. It must be tested, number one, over time. It must be tested if you, are, if you can take correction. It must be tested when our church go through winter and trouble. Hey, if you want to get into the highest circle of the pastor, it needs to be tested even more severely because the snake, as I'm going to show you, want to get to the headquarters. It wants to be in the midst because from there, when you leave, you leave with a lot of people and you have a following like the spirit of Absalom that stole away the hearts of the people away from David because Absalom means son of peace. But there was no peace. He had a heart of the devil. Do you hear me? And he lifted up his hand even against David, his own father. This is the spirit of loyalty. Can I show you the other books? One of you is a devil. Before I go further and show you the behavior, one of you is a devil. Then this book, because I'm going to show you the first snake is the snake that attacked men through women. Do you hear me? You can dot that down. The first snake is the snake that at attack husbands, but mainly men. Do you hear me? Can I give you the one, the, the first snake? And then I need to go back to, to laying the foundation. The first snake is Genesis chapter 3. And I'll labor some more it next week. But the first snake is the attack of the snake upon why man because man must be the head man is the glory of god and the reason it comes through a woman because it's to take the man out of his headship and out of his position and out of his calling do you hear me? It doesn't mean the woman is less than the man. They are equal of uh, value in the sight of God. Do you hear me? But God has got an order. And to be submissive to a man doesn't mean you are of lesser quality. Why do I say that? Because Christ submitted himself to God the Father. But he is Christ. The Son of God and the Holy Spirit submit Himself to God the Father and the Son of God. But do you think that takes away the glory of the Holy Spirit, the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ? No, to function and get the job done, there must be order and submission. But Satan said to Eve, why are you obeying God? She knew she had to call her husband to speak to the snake. But the snake knew, Satan knew, the soft spot of the man, the weak area of the man is through his wife, his girlfriend, or through girls, or through women, or through daughters, Hey, man, do you hear the snake, the venom of the snake? 
Do you hear the cleverness, the craftiness of the devil? And up till today, Satan knows this works still. This is very effective. I'm showing you a book of that my wife has been re- reading. Lies women believe and the truth that sets them free. Do you hear me? Praise God. But the woman find her fulfillment in being a helper and being in submission. And together one will put a thousand to flight and two shall put ten thousand to flight. Let me warn even our young people. You as the man in any relationship must be in authority. Be careful if you are scared of your girlfriend already. Today, or of any woman, be careful. You are busy nurturing a snake. You are busy because it won't stay there. It won't stay there. Do you hear me? It won't stay there. It will come out in rebellion. It will come. You don't need a opposition. When you get married in your relationship or whatever, you are not a government that have an opposition party. Do you hear me? That points out your mistakes, your faults, what is wrong in you, and hammer it away, and your weaknesses to bring you down. No! Do you hear me? My God, help us. Amen. Even when it comes to pastors, this is a bitter pill to swallow of Bishop Dag. But look, this is experience. Do you hear me? This book speaks of the beauty, the beast, and the pastor. Do you hear me? The beauty, the beast, and the pastor. I think many women will say, what kind of man of God is this? This is experience. Uh, this is experience. Bishop Dag would not have been able to accomplish what he is busy accomplishing if he did not have a solid marriage with a woman standing 100% supporting him and standing behind him. Do you hear me? And the other books of this loyalty, those who forget. You get people in the church, they forgot completely what you have done for them. One mistake of the pastor, and there the snake manifests itself. And they forget everything you have done for them. And those who are ignorant, can I speak to you the behavior of the snake? Okay, the snake moves quietly. That's a other behavior. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing out because of this book, the snake moves not with noise, quietly. Be careful for those who hardly talk, who hardly speak, that don't fellowship, that's independent. After church, they're gone. They are not coming for the fellowship. If there's fellowship, they rather are one side having others around them and they the main talker and the main speaker. It's a dangerous sign. It's a sign of a snake. Do you hear me? Being too quiet for comfort. Hardly talk. You will be shocked when that person start to speak. 
you will say, oh my God, are you with us? Are you for such a long time in this church? I'm speaking to you about spiritual warfare and how the devil is breaking down many churches and even it can be large churches, but with many demons, with these snakes are demons and every demon must be kept happy and quiet in the church. It's only when the fire comes. Legion was legion. But when the fire came, Jesus came out of the boat. He came running because he knew here comes trouble. The fire will expose the snakes. Do you hear me? I'm speaking of spiritual warfare. Before I go to the other books, let me tell you these snakes. It's in the church, number one, to break down. How would you like? You are busy building a, a wall, and you've come maybe the wall two meters, a long wall. You've spent maybe a, 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 a 500 rand to build the wall. But tomorrow you come after night, and you found somebody has broken down the wall, and it's now a half a meter high. What a waste of energy and money and time. That's how many of our churches are being built. We build to a certain height with so many people and it's not long and then they're gone. They have left. There was a split. No, pastor, my time is up. And when they leave, and when they leave, they don't leave quietly. They don't leave alone. Look at this book. That speaks of how you need to be careful for those who leave. Those who leave you. Do you hear me? Because when they leave, they still want to be in contact with the people in the church to pump them full of their poison. When, they, uh, when you ask them, why are they leaving? They say, no, rather let me leave quietly. I don't want to say anything. But when they're outside, even without opening their mouth, they are saying from the outside, there's something wrong in that church. Where you are, my brother and sister, there's something wrong. This book will tell you, how must you act towards snakes if they become snakes? Those who leave you. Do you hear me? Be careful. If they cannot be friendly. And speak. They should speak nothing of the church. And why they left the church. But pray for the church. Otherwise. It's a snake. With venom. Do you hear me? Be careful. For those who leave you. Do you hear me? I had to tell people you cannot be in fellowship with certain people who left us because from the outside they were attacking us. They wanted to know every Sunday what did he preach about? What is the so-and-so's condition? These are evil spirits. Man, we had to put out, out of our church Jezebel's. Even some, uh, uh, one couple, the, the wife, my wife dreamt even before we put, the, or they left. My wife dreamt this woman, this wife falling from a third floor building with blood on the ground. 
And that's exactly how Jezebel died. And God warned us and said, this woman is a Jezebel. And before Jezebel in the Bible were thrown down like that, she was surrounded with two or three eunuchs. What does that mean? The spirit of Jezebel makes the church lose their menut, their strength, because they were eunuchs. They could not produce after their kind. They had no seed. Do you hear me? These are the spirits that we are preaching, teaching about. Very vital for the church today. Therefore, I say to you, the church consists mainly, the healthy church, of a remnant, of overcomers. Most of these people, most of these snakes are being kept happy and comfortable in the church until the fire comes. Do you hear me? Until the fire comes. My God, let me show you those who are dangerous sons like Absalom, a dangerous sons. There are people in the church. They are being, eating your spiritual food all the time. At a certain time, like the prodigal son, they just leave. And then, they, while they were there, they were dangerous. Because, you know, the worst thing you can do is to form a conspiracy before you leave. To talk to others. And build up a, a clique. And you say, Pastor, it's not only me. There are more of us who feels not happy with you or with this church. Look at this book. Those who pretend. Those who pretend. My God, can snakes pretend? Do you know a snake don't reveal himself? The other behavior of the snake, before I get to the, the other book, is unopposed, they are comfortable. As soon as you oppose, a snake is comfort. You must just oppose it. You must just come against it. Then you will see it raise its head. And the neck is stiff. And is ready to strike. Wow, do you hear me? Snake is too comfortable for, comf for, for, for comfort. Too quiet for comfort. Unopposed, it hides itself. A snake in a house will move against the skirting board on the floor. He will, with his two eyes, he observe everybody. There are people that hardly talk, but they observe everything in the church. The color of the curtains, the color of the pastor's wife's dress. The, to see that the pastor's got again a other suit on or something like that. They observe, but they hardly talk. That is a snake. My God, help us. Do you hear me? But before I close and give you the six things that venom does, because it's important for you to check if you don't have spiritual poison venom in you. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Would you drink a glass of water 
and somebody says, a little drop of poison just fell into the water, but it's still okay. No, you would, we would not drink it. Man, don't let us settle until the church is free from all venom. Before I give you the last book, let me please for your homework. First Kings chapter 1 and verse 2. First Kings chapter 1 and verse 2. Just read it. Because as David was about to die, David gave Solomon instructions to deal with four men that were a danger to the kingdom that David left in the hands of Solomon. At the end, when Solomon dealt with all four of these cases, chapter 2 of 1 Kings would say, so the kingdom was established under Solomon. We must not rest until the church is healthy, a place of love, a place of hospitality, a place with a wonderful atmosphere. And every one of you in Friends of Daniel Kingdom Church, check your heart if there's any venom in you. Repent before God, talking and gossiping and busybody and being a backbiter. May the Chloe's arise and expose any such things in our church. Because for, for now our church is established. It's growing. It's established. Hallelujah. It is healthy. It is strong. But let's build stronger relationships and love and loyalty. We know we had our fair, fair bonds of disloyal people. Do you hear me? Even out of the ban, we had to put people, even others, we had to let them go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me give you the four people that Solomon dealt with. His own brother. I'll leave to you, or I'll give you just the highlights of the venom. But let me say this to you. You can re let me give you the high, let me give you what venom does. Praise God. Number one. My son Mikael got this from, for me from the internet. It says here, venom number one immobilizes you. Do you hear me? So a church with venom in it, growth in your own spiritual life, it's slow, it keeps you behind because there's venom in you or in such a church. It mobilizes you. Number two, it affects your digesting system. Do you hear me? In other words, spiritual food cannot be digested. It cannot go into you. That means there's little chains after much preaching. Little chains. The food has very little effect in your life. My God. Number three. Venom poison of a snake clot the blood of the person. Do you know what does that mean? You have got little appreciation for your salvation. And little appreciation for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. My Lord. Fourthly, it causes swelling. 
So it means when there's venom in you, you're puffed up, you're full of pride, you have an inflated ego, and fifthly before the last one, that you find difficulty in breathing. That means you cannot flow in the Holy Spirit, the breath of God. You find it hard to pray in tongues. The atmosphere of the Holy Spirit does not descend upon you, even if you pray because of the venom that is in you. And number six, the last point, and we close with this. It makes you drowsy. Venom makes you drowsy, sleepy, and then dead. It brings dead in your life. Do you hear me? You, if you, if venom gets into you, less than ten minutes, you need to get to a doctor or somewhere. Some uh, black mambas, cobras, their venom is even more dangerous. Do you hear me? Tonight I've laid a solid foundation. And may we build a church that's free from all kinds of snakes. I left you with one, the first snake. But there's nine of them that you will find in the scriptures. That's in many churches and in many believers' lives. May we tonight, with the fire of God, and the word of authority, the cross, as Moses went to Egypt with the fire, with the tree, the cross number two, with the rod of God, he conquered Egypt and killed the snakes in Egypt and set God's people free in the name of Jesus. The last book that I'm pointing out is those who accuse you. You will find out many people who leave will accuse you. But after accusation, we will see salvation and the kingdom of God and the power of God. May you be blessed tonight as you listen again and again to what I've shared. This is vital. This is important. If you repent, please go on your knees and go and repent from any venom, any poison that has been exposed through the word of God and apart from the word of God through the fire of the Holy Spirit. Repent immediately. The Bible says the word of God is like a mirror. When you see something wrong in the mirror about your hair or anything in your face, you don't wait, you correct it immediately. Don't wait for long after the preaching to repent and really repent and get the snake out of your heart and out of your church and out of your family and out of your life in the name of Jesus. Receive the prayer and the blessing of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit in the word that was shared. I pray, Father God, that you will keep friends of Daniel Kingdom Church pure, holy, with the fire of God burning in the heart of every believer. Burn out in all the body of Christ, every friend, every colleague, 
every church burn up the venom, the poison of Satan the snake in the name of Jesus. So that if your church, like Sister Eve, will be a pure virgin bride unto our Lord Jesus Christ. So that the power of God can be manifested. Free flow of the Holy Spirit through the church. And the kingdom of God be demonstrated in the world. In Jesus name. The Lord bless you. The Lord keeps you. The Lord let his face shine upon you. The God of Abram, Isaac and Jacob. He goes with you. And bring forth wonderful fruit. Through the word that was preached. In the name of God the Father, the Son, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. We're good.